This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. You know, there are two kinds of pressure in life, both positive and negative, constructive and destructive, internal and external. Philippians 3, and I'm going to read out of the Amplified Bible, starting with verse 8 through uh, 17, nine verses. It says, yes, furthermore, I count, well, let me start from verse uh, 7, but whatever former things I had that might have been gains to me I have come to consider as one combined loss for Christ's sake. See you can't you can't hold on to what you had or have and reach for what you don't have. Amen. You're gonna have to make the exchange. Be willing to change everyone say willing to change and he said yes furthermore I count everything as lost compared to the possession of the priceless privilege the overwhelming preciousness the suppressing worth and the supreme advantage now I like that term supreme advantage all of those are 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 tremendous uh, hold tremendous promise for us but this word of supreme advantage Uh, And he qualifies that by saying the supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord and progressively becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with him of perceiving and recognizing and understanding him more fully and more clearly. Everyone say more. So for his sake I have lost everything and consider it all to be mere rubbish, refuse, dregs, in order that I may win and gain Christ, the anointed one, and that I may actually be found and known as in him, not having any self-achieved righteousness that can be called my own based on my obedience to the law's demands, ritualistic uprightness, and supposed right standing with God thus acquired, but possessing that genuine righteousness which comes through faith in Christ, the anointed one, the truly right standing with God which comes from God by saving faith. For my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. Everyone say more, more. And more. more. And that I may in that same way come to know the power. Now, he links knowing Jesus personally with knowing the power that raised Jesus from the dead. See, the, uh, to operate in the power of God, do we need to have the power of God? Do the people for your life need you to possess the power of God? When when we're in a situation where the devil is wreaking uh, and wrecking havoc and bringing destruction, 
the remedy says my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Well, if God's people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, how much more people that are not God's people are just destroyed at whim, at whenever, however, for that same lack of knowledge, only worse, we have light, uh, though dimly lit sometimes, hmm? uh, but they don't have any light or hope at all. Now, they need someone who has the supreme advantage of knowing God, of knowing God is the healer. You need healing? Here's healing. And knowing that when we lay hands on the sick, the Lord personally is present working with us, confirming his word that we know of him. Are you listening? He authorized us. He also enabled us to know him personally to the degree that in his name we do exactly what he done. The Bible says even greater things. Amen. Now, I believe it's imperative, just like Paul. This was, he said, my determined purpose is to know him. And here's how I want to know him and why I want to know him. And it's my, and it's my pursuit to know him. He said, and I understand this, uh, let me read this down here. It says, I may, and, and that I may so share his sufferings as to be continually transformed in spirit into his likeness, even to his death, in the hope that I may pos that if possible I may attain to the spiritual and moral resurrection that lifts me out from among the dead even while in the body. So he's talking about uh, not, uh, he's talking about not having to be subject to death the same way the world is subject to death. Amen. But death through the resurrection of, uh, and resurrection power, the Bible says that it was impossible that it could hold Jesus. Couldn't keep Jesus from being Jesus. From accomplishing the Father's will. Not only was Jesus raised from the dead, Jairus' daughter's raised from the dead. Lazarus raised from the dead. Amen. Are you here? Now, is this important? Now, the, the, the suffering is, is that you're running contrary uh, to a world uh, that's dead. To be alive in a world that's dead, there's going to be some sufferings in that. Because you're speaking life to dead folk. And some folk have no ears to hear. They're dead. They, they, are you listening? The light hurts their eyes because they love the darkness. Are you hearing? That's just the way that it is. I mean, you know, to not walk like, talk like, be like the world. Uh, to some, that's good news. To others, you know, you're rejected. You're a, you're a misfit. You're going to be a cast off. And you're to be avoided at all costs and really persecuted for that matter. If they did Jesus, they will you and I. Now... Uh, let's move down here. He said, I want to attain. So there, there, needs to be, uh, there needs to be a desire 
entering and an acquiring of something. That's what he's laying out here. Not a wishful thinking, not a, oh, I hope it might. Uh, but that there is something that, uh, that, as Paul, that we must desire and acquire, and it's something that we must desire and the purpose to acquire, and we desire it more than anything. That's what he's outlining here. He's saying, there's something I, I, want, to, I want more than anything else. And everything and anything else is lost to me, is just garbage to me compared with what it is that I desire, and I am making it my aim to acquire that. Now, can we acquire certain things? I believe this, uh, that we can. It's been freely given to us. But we, uh, but we have to desire it enough to go after it to acquire it, with the intent of acquiring it. Amen. So many people put off uh, their, uh, their real life, their real Christian uh, life for heaven. And Jesus taught us heaven's here. Not the literal place of heaven. He said, but as it is in heaven, pray that it will be that way on the earth. Because you're here to demonstrate heaven on the earth. Amen. Now, he, now Paul said this also in verse number 12. He said, not that I have now attained this ideal or have already been made perfect or mature, but I press on, everyone say, I press on, to lay hold of, see, to grasp and to make my own that for which Christ Jesus, the Messiah, has laid hold of me and made me his own. There's a reason for your life. There's a reason that God, you know, uh, got a hold of you. There's a reason you got God, see? And you need to turn around and find out what that is. See? And be in pursuit of that. I mean, Jesus is out looking and he'll, and just like with the disciples. And when he found one, he said, hey, follow me. And they left it all to follow him. Because they recognized their moment with God. They recognized they were being offered more, so why should I settle for less? Amen. Now, he said that he had not attained, but he presses on. Verse number uh, uh, 13, I do not consider, brethren, that I have captured and made it my own yet. But one thing I do is my one aspiration, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to that which lies ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the supreme and heavenly prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling us upward. So, let those of us who are spiritually mature and full-grown have this mind and hold these convictions. And if any respect you have a different attitude of mind, God will make that clear to you also. Only let us hold true to what we have already attained and walk and order our lives by that. Now, the pre there, when the pressure's on, and there's pressure in this world, uh, and when we're under pressure, the choice is, uh, here is will you press on toward the goal or toward the mark and the Bible says this I press on toward the goal and the mark to win the pressure's on to make you a loser to, for you to lose sight of are you listening God and his will and his way for you to lose sight of uh, you, the greater purpose for your life 
The pressure's on for you to just look at the externals and to believe that that's it. Hmm? And to believe that uh, uh, the lie that the devil says, well, now listen, just back up and the pressure will come off. Well, with God, he, this, is, this is Paul's strategy, and I believe it's God's strategy. He goes, no, I'm going to press on and press through. Are you listening? I'm not going to be pressured to back off. I'm going to, be, I'm going to, I'm going to press on and press through. And, I'm, and that is upward. I press on to win. Losing's not an option. Failure's not an option. Are you hearing? I've got to find a way to win in this. Now, is it important that we win? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, not just for yourself, but for those that uh, will follow. Was it important for Jesus to win? Would that have affected you if he had backed off? Would it have any consequence uh, eternally if Jesus had just said, you know what, precious too much, just, huh? Let's just forget it. He prayed that way. He said, Father, you know, he was under pressure. And he said, Father, there's any other way. Let's, let's look at that. Are there some options here? And he prayed through, though. He pressed on to know. He pressed on to victory. Are you listening? Where it got settled. Amen. Where it was settled. And then it says, the Bible says that angels came and strengthened him. You never heard another peep out of his mouth. He stood there and took it all. Took every bit of it. The punishment of our sins was laid on him. Are you listening? The punishment of our iniquity bought, are you listening? He brought peace through that. I mean, he just took it without a peep. Never said a word. Opened not his mouth. He was done praying under pressure. He, or he pressed on and had the victory. Are you listening? On the inside, and he just walked it on, out, on, out, on the outside, trusting God. Amen. Trusting God. We need to make sure that our firm and sure foundation is trust God. Trusting God. Now, the pressure that comes from the world is to conform. Just be like everybody else. Romans 12, 1 through 3 of the Message Bible, it says uh, this. I'm just going to pull some out of the middle of it. It says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. See, God is calling us upward. The world's headed downhill. It just wants to coast. It's got to find the easy way. The path of least resistance. Are you listening? That's what it seeks. Well, upward is never the path of least resistance. It's never easy. It's always uphill. <laughs> Amen. Hmm? One fellow said, don't, don't pray uh, for... Uh, well, I can't quote it properly, so I won't quote it at all. Anyway, uh, has to do with strength for the task. But anyway, uh, listen, nobody needs to rise to low expectations. <laughs> hmm? 
Now, we're not talking about, you know, people that you know. We're talking about you and I and our expectation of God in the church. Far too low. But that lets us off the hook, doesn't it? Because if we have low expectations, we'll probably get it every time. Nothing more is required. It lets us off with less. The less I expect, the more is not required of me. Now, is there a partnership with God? Absolutely. Absolutely. A disciple is a partner with God. A friend of God. He lets us know everything he's doing. And we, have to, and we have chosen to be a willing partner and part of what he's doing. We have decided, God, you can use me. We don't have an excuse that I'm unable or unavailable. Moving right along here, anyhow. Uh, you know, that picture's pretty good picture of faith right there because there's sometimes you just hang on you have to keep you have to hang on you have to press on until you get around it and up over it and see what's on top of it amen there is a calling that is an upward calling in Christ Jesus that God himself pressures us on the inside to transform, to be conformed to the image of Jesus. This is outlined in Romans 12, 1 through 3. You can read that at your uh, convenience. Now, at issue here, I believe this is more or less. More or less. More of the world and less of the kingdom, or more of the kingdom and less of the world uh, for each one of us. That would, for you, for me. Now, Memorial Day, it does mark the beginning of summer. And let me ask you uh, this, because we know, you know, uh, we, we all understand and know. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, I myself, it's like, you know, oh, I can't wait for summer to begin because there's just this relaxing, so to speak. You know, it really is. It's just culturally, we just kind of, you know. Uh, and when you've been under pressure, certainly you just really would like to, you know, um, relax. One thing about pressure, I'm going to tell you what now, uh, you know, my dad used to say, I'm going to take a round out of you. It'll take a round or two out of you. Amen. Particularly if you've been in the fight of your life for your life. How many can identify what I'm saying? Perhaps you might feel like you've been in the fight of your life but I want to remind you it's for your life. And it's not just for your life, but for the lives that your life will affect. Amen. Now, uh, let me ask you this time, because this phrase, this time, I believe has been marked by God as a significant time. I believe that there is another phraseology used in the Bible in the kingdom for such a time. Everyone say this time. Now, 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 you know, it also amazes me that, that, that God's sometimes will and way are diametrically opposed to the world's will and way. So sometimes in, not, in finding the direction that God wants me to go, I just look at what direction the world's going in, and I realize that, you know, 
first of all, there's been a, a, a huge, and I'm going to do some sharing about this with you, is this, this thing on the inside of me, you know, I can't stay here. Because I look around here, you know, uh, and I'm talking about the, you know, everything about my life, all right? Both internal, external, spiritual, and natural. And there's just this pressure on the inside. I kept, you know, uh, how many of you know when the Lord chooses to emphasize a thing, he keeps on saying it. I mean, he's just worse than your own mama. Close the door, close the door, close the door. You know, and, I, and the Lord for the last couple of months saying, can't stay here, can't stay here, can't stay here. Everything I see in the word, can't stay here. That, that principle or whatever, just that reality can't stay here. All right? So you look around your life, and, and, and here's the thing. Not only, uh, you know, and sin said to stirring. Let me tell you, this is going to be a summer of stirring. Because some of you are nesting. And you think, and, 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 and anyhow, the Bible says as the eagle stirs her nest, he said, I'm going to stir you. All, pull out all the soft and fluffy and comfortable and convenience of your life. And, and you know, and, 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 and all the while squawking, can't stay here, can't stay here, can't stay here. You, you're made for more than this. You can't stay here. Praise God. So it'll be a summer. I heard the Lord say this. He said it will be a summer of stirrings. Stirring up of nests. Uh, it will also uh, uh, be some other things. I'm going to say that in a minute. I need to finish this. You know, the world is, uh, uh, it looks at this just another summer. To comfort uh, and convenience, uh, we'll say, well, it's just another summer. We'll just do like we've always done. But now, see, if we keep doing what we've always done, we're just going to have what we've always had. And Paul said, no, you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm too stirred that I can't stay here. And so what I've always had, I don't want no more. I'm not interested in that much more. That's, I thought it was gain. But boy, compared with the invitation to know him more, this less knowing has got to go. Mm. Now, uh, so, so the approach of just another summer. You know, the world's declaring a holiday. And this is a holiday. But it marks the beginning of a holy days. Are you listening? You know, for them, they've set this summer apart as holy, separated from the rest of the year to just get into lazy and the hazy and the crazy days of summer. And we can wake up again come fall. Uh, amen. I'm just, you know, now I got to share this because, uh, you know, um, how shall they know except they have a preacher? Amen. So I'm just sharing with you what. And so they're marking the beginning of, of a holiday. Really an extended holiday. All right. Summer is the time of holiday. 
But I hear God declaring that he wants a holy day. And it's marking a beginning also. Now see, some will take a summer holidays, but some will take summer holy days. But I'll tell you this now, this experience teaches us this. All will journey because life will move. Time will move. But all will journey July, uh, June and July. Amen. Six and seven. The number of man, the number of God. Into the number, into August, the, the number eight, which is something new. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, uh, um, I'm, I'd like to invite you to take a journey. Mm-hmm. Now, I realize that I'm probably talking to some happy campers. You know, you got all your stuff. You're all prepared. You're ready. Uh, and I, I don't want they're big enough to take it, you know, hopefully. Life is a beach. <laughs> Amen. Do you know what I'm saying? See, some will choose the road to less, and some will choose the road to more. But I heard the word of, of the Lord. It will be a settling summer. For surely the fall shall reveal all. Now, I understand, you know, uh, Pastor, look, I'm, I'm going to eat some ribs today, understand? I, I got, I got, you know, I don't want to hear all of this kind of stuff. Well, you know. All I know is I can't stay here. Are you listening? Eat all the ribs in the world. It don't satisfy nothing. Not the deepest longings on the inside of me. It will not answer. The, I'm not stirred. Are you listening? It's only food. Which is supposed to just be fuel. It's not all you're happy. It's just fuel. Amen? Some of you need to put, quit putting junk in your tank. Praise the Lord, moving right along. Now let me qualify that by saying, uh, saying this. I'm going to tell you what. Now, fasting added to your prayers intensifies your praying. It doesn't change God. It changes you. You get more sensitive and you'll hear things you should have been hearing. Are you listening? That are the instructions that will cause you to break through these obstructions. Anyhow, praise the Lord. Are you listening? Now, uh, and you not make no religion out of fasting. Are you hearing? You make a religion out of anything. We're talking about the pursuit of a reality here. Good God, I've got to go. All right, it will be, uh, uh, it will be a settling summer. See, the, the fall shall reveal all of what was settled on in the summer. Settling for the less or settling for the more. So settle it today. Because it will be a settling summer. Now, if you're under pressure, listen, the pressure to give in and give up and settle for the less versus the pressure to pursue and to press through and settle for the more. Now, pastor, some may say today, Pastor, look, I'm being hard-pressed here. But I'm going to invite you to say something else. Amen. I, I'll acknowledge that. I've been hard pressed here. But why stay here then? I can't stay here. Amen. There is freedom from the pressure. 
But I'm, what I'm going to say is this. Well, I'm pressing hard because I can't stay here. I have not attained here. This isn't everything God has for my life. I've got a dream on the inside that is not being reflected on the inside or outside. And if it can't happen here, there's still a there. Now, what is that there? Knowing him in a new measure. Amen. My spirituals will change my natural. Now, uh, all I know is that God's more for me, you know, and my more is not in staying here. You understand what I'm saying? In the current position of what I know and understand about God, in the current position and perspective of, you know, more or less. Amen. Now listen, I'm going to tell you what, under pressure, it is natural and human. All we want is some ease. Please. Lord, ease me, please. <laughs> Amen. Well, you know, uh, when you train a horse, they'll, uh, it, it is through pressure. Are you listening? The pressure of a command and the reward is a release when that command is obeyed. Training. Same principle, whether it's a horse, a dog, a people. The pressure is under command. I want you to do this. And when you comply, the release. Training. Well, God... It all originated with God, and it's good. But the devil uses the same thing for bad. Comply. Give up, give in. Settle for less, and there'll be release. God says, no, press on. Pursue. Do what I want you to do, because I want more for you. And when you do, release. Yes. Obey. Did you catch it? All righty then. God, God's always, the, whatever it is that the devil's putting pressure on you to do, if you don't know what God wants you to do, I can tell you this, this it ain't that. His is diametric, it's just totally opposite. Turn 180 and look that way, and that's probably the will of God. So the devil says, give up, give in. And the devil says, there's no way. You're going to make it this time because I'm making it so hard and so difficult, you ain't going to make it. Well, I, I didn't make any of it to begin with, fool. I'm not making myself. Uh, the breath I breathe is the grace of God. Live by faith. By the grace of God. I, could, I, didn't, make, I didn't make anything about me the first time or the last time. Amen. I'm God's. And whether I live or die or make it at all, it'll be God. Praise God, because I trust Him. I'll tell you one thing. I'm down to bedrock, and my bedrock is tr I trust cause God because I believe the love that He has for me. Amen. Now, if I can't stay here, then i got to go there. Upward is calling me, and I'm moving. I can't stay here. I'm telling you, I'm going to take this June and July journey. Uh, with God, and I'll tell you what now, G when Jesus really wants to get somewhere, I mean 61 days. reason why I'm preaching that this Sunday is because next Sunday it will have already begun. 
June 1st, but 61 days from here to there. Well, what's there? Well, what has, what have you been dreaming of? What's, the, what's, what's resounding and echoing out of his voice inside of you? Amen? Because if, 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 uh, if this can't stay here has got your attention, pay attention long enough to realize that God's setting forth a there for you. Praise God. Well, what's there? Oh, I'll tell you what now. I don't know all of it, but it's a lot better than here. Because I'm in the pursuit of a good God who's better yet, who's better still, who's beyond the better that I could ask or think or hope for or dream of. Amen. Boy, we're over, but Pastor Ron's going to come. We need to respond. If you believe this, you need to receive this as the word of the Lord today. See, you got, some of you need to settle some things. Amen. See, the reason why is such a temptation and a test at the same time. Jesus underwent a temptation, but he he said this. The devil says, you do this. And Jesus said, look, I'm not going to test God. See, I understand this is a test and I'm going to have the right answer. Amen. This temptation is also a test. The devil's tempting me to see what I'll do and pressure me, but God is testing me and pressuring me to the right, to the good, to the... I'll tell you what, now sometimes, honey, the way up, the way out is, is through and up. Up and through. Amen? The only way you're going to... You're, the only way that when it all comes in like a flood, But you got to rise up to a higher standard. You got to become better. Because God made you bigger than that. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. There's an infusion with might into your inner man today. Into your unfaithful self. Into your waffling, wishy-washy, stumbling, are you listening, self right now. God, I thank you, infuse them by the Spirit of the living God. Oh, now the Bible says arise and shine. It says get up from where you are. Put your face into this light that's shining right now. Because I'm telling you today, your light has come. And understanding has been released and given. And I'll tell you, it's going to be a summer like no other. Hallelujah. I got nothing to hold on to. I got nothing to hold me back. Amen. Because if you continue in his word, the Bible says you'll know the truth. You're only going to know the truth when you continue. You're only going to know the truth when you decide I'm going to press on to know him. The only reason I'm here, the only reason I'm under this pressure is to know him. God, I'll know you in this. I've come to know a God that Jesus said, I, you cannot stay here because I'm not staying here. i got more. There's a higher realm. There's a difference you can make. I need to work a work in you. I want you to take a journey with me. I want you to walk with me because i got to talk to you. 
And we're going to work together in this thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Something. Listen to me. Everything has changed. Therefore, everything is changing. And everything will change out of the knowledge of that truth. You shall know the truth and the truth that you know will make you free. You don't have to stay here. You don't have to stay in the land of media uh, the, with the masses of mediocrity. What will be your measure? Hallelujah. I don't even know what how big that better is, but I'm going to pursue it. to forgo some things, count some things as laws. I don't need to eat as much. I don't need to sleep so much. I don't need to be to check out. I need to check in and check up this summer. I, I, I need to stay sharp. I need to be I need to be put on the whetstone of God and sharpen me. I need wisdom. Oh, I want to recognize my opportunity might just be within the next step or the next one. Who knows? But there's a shift. Pastor Sandy prophesied it. There is a shift. There's a shift. There's a shift. The balance scales will shift this summer. 61-day shift here. You're at, listen, when you're at the pressure point of it could go one way or the other, let me tell you and encourage you, I have settled that it's going to fall to the more where I'm concerned. Hey, now how can you say that with confidence? Because I'm going to offer God more than I've ever offered Him. I'm going to pay attention more than I've ever paid attention before. I'm going to pray more than I've ever prayed before. I'm going to get in the Word more, not less, than I've ever got in the Word before. Hallelujah. Such a time. Yes, Oh, if you can hear it, let me tell you, you can choose right now to believe this. This time, oh, man. I got to say it. I got to say it. Because see, see, the devil has... Here's the point that you've been brought to. I know because I've been there. The place of decision, the devil lies and he says, it won't be any different this time. See, you've tried and tried and tried. And what makes you think it's going to be any different this time? There's a story in the Bible about the tribe of Benjamin got perverted and the rest of the Israel came and they went out and Benjamin was, you know, I mean, you know, they, uh, they came out and they trounced Israel. One tribe trounced uh, 11. And so they, they went back and they got in, in front of God with weeping crying out and say, God, yes. why has all of this happened? We don't even want to be here and look. We're suffering loss. And it says, should we even go out? And God says, go out tomorrow. And they went out and they suffered even more loss.
And they came back and they got in front of the Lord all the leaders. Leaders, listen, they got in front of God the leaders. And the warriors, the army, they got in front of God. And they, and they cried out and they said, shall we go? And he said, God said, go. This time, I'm going to give you the victory. You need to hear what I'm telling you today. This time, this summer, this set apart time, go one more time for your hopes and your dreams. Go one more time for what God has promised. Go one more time in obedience. Rise up one more time. Press the issue. Press on. Because this time, oh, I feel this. I feel this in the atmosphere. There's a miracle taking place right now. There's a deliverance taking place right now. There's a healing happening right now. This time, you will have the victory. God will give you the victory. See, because maybe the last time, it was more of you and less of him. Maybe the, even the next time you still hadn't learned it had to be all of him and none of you. But this time, oh, let that go down in their spirits, Lord. Let that awaken every try that's dead, every disappointment, every... Oh, dis let it overcome every disadvantage that this time is your time. This time is a set and an appointed and a special and a shifting from the tail to the head to on top and above only from underneath and beneath it all. This time. Say it with me. This time. This time. God gives me this the victory. This time we'll be successful. This time, oh, we're gonna get what we came for. We're gonna have what we have been pursuing. We are gonna have, we're gonna break through. We're going up, not under. Oh my, 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 my. Lord have mercy. How do you close out something like this? You don't. Lord, let it be on all your people. Let it be in your people, Father. Oh, I thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We can do all things through Christ. Through the anointed one. His anointing. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, you know what? Better is waiting on me. Hey, darling. You ready for change? You ready for change? You ready? Everything has changed. This is your day. This is your time. Amen. You serious with God? You done with the silly? You ready for the series? Well, Father, in the name of Jesus. Girls, lay your hands on it. Transformation in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Listen.
person now. You know you need to make a move yeah. towards God. You do it right now, right here. Come get your stuff. Come get your stuff. Listen, if you listen, to be unmoved sometimes means to be unchanged. Step up into your stuff. Step forward. Tell Lord, I want to be counted. Oh, hallelujah. There is a reward when you do what is required. Welcome to a brand new now in God. Nobody has to explain it to you. It's already happening. It's already here. Supernatural, powerful change. Overflow in this place. Because the Spirit of the Lord is here. Phil, come up here. Put your hands on this young man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, let there be a melding together and a transfer of zeal to wisdom and wisdom to zeal. Set them both on fire, Jesus. Set them both on fire with new desire to acquire what you have for them. Hallelujah. Lord, take the willingness to risk it all that's in him and put it in him and take the stability, Father, and the security of knowing and put it inside of him, God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Listen, you want to be used by God. Get yourself up here right now. You want to be used of God. You know you've got a call on your life. Get yourself up here. In the name of Jesus. Come on. You've got to step up into it. You've got to be willing to let God change you and rearrange you. Master you. Hallelujah. Overflow in this place. Come on now. tell you something about God there's some stuff that he's closing the door to in order to open the door to something new this conventional wisdom of church and conventional Christianity and the conventional course tell you there's change there's change there's change, everything has changed. 
Therefore, everything is changed. And therefore, everything will be changed. Hallelujah. Two of those are not seen. Two of those fill our inside. They're the foundations. They're the, they're the iceberg below the water. They don't take much sticking out of the water when there's a whole lot more underneath. Hallelujah. Oh, God desires a people that will pursue. God, a hunger and a thirst. Empty us, Lord, of everything that does not satisfy. Fill us brand new with yourself in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, darlings, there's some things that you cannot explain. You just know something. And we trust God for the rest. We just trust God for the rest. Amen. We're enlarged in the waiting. What will this be? What will this look like? say third trimester third trimester amen the fall will reveal all abide with him in the secret I was formed in secret all my inward amen glory to God hallelujah all right Father, we purpose in our hearts to, to continue to draw upon your spirit, even for those that will be coming in, Master. Continue, perpetuate what you have begun. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.